let's all say it on the count of three. One, two, three. I'm, I'm an, an artist. artist. One day radio. Okay, if I could just take the podcast from here. Um. <laughs> That'd be great. Launch in. Yeah, let's begin, boys. Do you know what it's called? No. Do you know what it's for? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you know what we're going to be talking about? Absolutely not. I uh, imagine Islam. <laughs> you did right. This is episode 32 of the One Day Podcast. Is that right? This is episode number, we'll drop that in later, of the One Day Podcast. One Day Radio. One Day Radio. I actually uploaded a One Day Unearthed uh, clip of my acoustic version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And how'd it go? Somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got to have my ukulele for it and stuff. Yeah, but I yeah, might have one around you, actually. Yeah, I don't, don't no, worry about it. No, different yeah. tuning. <laughs> and we have, of course, Joyride, Raph, and myself, Nick Loopy, and we are joined by a very special guest, Becky Lucas. Hello. G'day. Hello. Now, what would you l- title yourself? Do you consider yourself a comedian? Yeah. First and foremost. What do you write on the, like, oh, like on custom a, shit? Oh, uh, entertainer. Nice. <laughs> I write. I write entrepreneur. Do you? When Raph yeah, and right. I flew to the states last year, he turned to me and said, "How do you spell entrepreneur?" Oh my god! As he was filling the form out, and I you should just put DJ. How do you D- spell that? DJ, <laughs> DJ, or musician, or I dare say entertainer. You're guaranteed to get a little bit extra attention from yeah, the yeah, customs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're jealous too because yeah, often yeah, they, they didn't follow their dreams. They get drawn into your star power. It's actually worse when you find a customs agent that has followed their dreams. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that was their dream. I, um, I got asked going in and coming out of Vietnam by the customs guy, like both, both times, both dudes whispered to me, are you a wrestler? And I just said yes. One day radio. So, Becky, for those of our listeners that aren't familiar with you and your story, mm-hmm. can you put... Provide a little 140 characters or less explanation of how you came up. Ah, oh, in the scene or just generally, you yeah. know, like where you're from, where'd you grow up, how'd you discover comedy? From Brisbane, QLD. Just like to give a shout out to the Sunshine State. <laughs> um, we'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> good place, good place to raise your family. Um, came up in Brisbane through. I did stand up. I still do stand up. Uh, and I also write on TV shows and stuff. I'm a writer, a TV writer. You've been writing on O'Kine's show? Uh, yes. I just wrapped up doing that. And I wrote on Please Like Me. Got a shout out at the Logies. I don't know if anyone else, you know, saw didn't, that. Didn't catch it, unfortunately. Yeah, tune in. Logies had a lot of viewers though, didn't it, Raph? Did it? <laughs> the Logies viewership was not um, out of this world. Um, <laughs> we, we, speaking of that same show, mm-hmm. we just got a... An, Offer in for a sync. A one day song is going to be in there. Oh my god! On on the Okine show. Oh great! That's yeah. so cool. Well, I mean, negotiations are still. Negoti- ongoing. I think they came pretty low. Uh, in it at, at five hundred. Or what are we going to? We're going to ask them to double it. <laughs> yeah. So, Fuck yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a big the, week for us. The ABC have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, contrary nice. to popular belief. Can I? Can I just say, like, I was talking to, with one of my colleagues about this before, Jimmy. Um, Stand up scares the shit out of me. Yeah, but this that's is, normal. This, this is as somebody who, like, you know, is considers himself a bit of a funny cat. Yeah. And has also spent some time on stage uh-huh. and played some awful shows and some fantastic ones. But stand-up <laughs> comedy, forget. I just reckon it would... Yeah, it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Do a lot of people say that? Yeah. It's funny because people always say that, oh, you're so brave to 
to be a stand up and it's like it's not brave like you I'm just on stage talking about me and like it's very self self indulgent if anything it's so self indulgent and it's like what's brave is to have a family and a and a husband and you know to know that at any point he can turn around at the kitchen sink and be like I don't love you anymore like that's brave what I True. do isn't brave from him or her I mean whatever you know I think gay marriage is cool <laughs> <laughs> this day I, and age Raph, Raph often makes the point that um, when you say that you're a comic, you're held to a higher standard with regards to being funny. Oh, yeah. Because everyone – it's one of those things. Every If you say you're a mechanic, people are like, cool, you can do that. I can't. But everyone yeah. thinks they can be funny. Because in some, in some way, everyone is a, is funny. Like Everyone's made someone laugh. Even those boring guys falling off his chair mm. and yeah. made his friends laugh. Like uh, You know what? One of the things I hate most – in the world. Actually, there's two things that are related. Um, mm-hmm. They probably take one and two. Racism oh, and say, sexism. Say, <laughs> sorry, two and three. One, yeah, <laughs> bigotry, I guess. Yeah, sure, racism, all of yep. that, lump it in. Worst. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, uh, I guess suffering as well. That's still at number one, all equal number one. Yeah. Suffering's yeah. important though. Yeah, that's important too. Maybe so one and a half. Bump suffering down to three. <laughs> suffering can go fourth. Two and three are the way people act. Two, after... <laughs> A comedy gig, like sure. you know, when people walk out of a comedy gig from the audience, <laughs> oh yeah, and they all start talking as if they're comedians, and they're not saying funny things like "Going to go get taxi," like oh, you know, <laughs> it's so fucking annoying to just be right. walking out of a comedy show um, because of people acting like that. And number three is is walking out of uh, a mix an MMA um, <laughs> like showing because oh, everyone's play fighting. Well, everyone everyone's kind of walking like they could take you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What, are, what else? Do, do you think people just kind of mirror what they've been staring at for an hour or two? Definitely. I mean, people just want to fit in. Becky, what are some <laughs> of the things that you hate? Um, I don't – what I'm confused by, I don't know if I hate it, but I'm really confused by Ed Sheeran. Why? Because I don't understand how he came to be. Like he's not attractive enough? Yeah, and he's just so bland, but he's so popular. It's because he playfully swears, right? Like he's like he's edgy in pop terms. Yeah, right. I kind of, I mean, I'm not familiar with his back catalogue, but I kind of fuck with him as like a, you know, like the ugly duckling sort of vibe. Yeah, and I because I never turned into a beautiful swan. (laughs) Hey, give him time. I get it, but I'm just very like confused because I feel like it all happened and I was unaware, and now it's here, and I don't understand it. Well, well, everyone loves what what you love, Nick Lippy, about him is is I think what everyone loves. Um, I I believe I read a review of his recent album. It was on Pitchfork, which is uh, the only trustworthy source <laughs> for music journalism. I actually I only read the brag personally. Wow, I only read Wire. Um, <laughs> and he uses the phrase something about never attending university on three different songs. Like uh, that's his whole way. Oh, I'm yeah. just a no- people I'm just love an ordinary that. guy. For people sure, love that. he's actually like he's. I've I've seen him on the Breakfast Club, which is like a sort of popular uh, urban breakfast radio show mm. in New York. And he's yeah, the hip hop community in America fucks with him heavy. Well, yeah, he did a thing with Beyonce. So I'm like, he must he must be very charming. He was telling stories about being at like Jamie Foxx's house, just like kicking it and like working on music. I think I think DJ Khaled said that he is one of. The people who turns up hardest in the music. <laughs> yeah, look, didn't it. he? Didn't he like get some tokenistic award at the Arias just because he was in town? Yeah, and the whole joke was like Ed Sheeran's gonna party harder than any of the Australian acts. I didn't see. Him I guess night. it wasn't the year we were there. But <laughs> he, I mean, something oh, yeah. about Ed Sheeran is is another thing that I kind of have always 
thought or admired mm. or wondered about uh, stand-up comedy and, mm-hmm. and touring comedians is for a long time Ed Sheeran's stage show I think was just him and a guitar you know and he was yeah. playing these big arenas and it's just him and a guitar and I've always thought that about like the comedians who are quite successful like you have an opportunity to really make some cash because yeah. you don't have a full <laughs> band oh yeah and like big margins it, it, it is like yeah. it, I'm sure it's like tough you know in the come up but once you yeah. kind of crack it you don't have to pay a band you don't have lighting like, guys soundy yeah 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 Can you, you just comment turn on up? that yeah I guess that's true. I love like, it like you just turn how, up you don't how much money do you have um right at this minute well just I don't know I mean, in general. on you. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it's always up and downing, you know. Right. I'm a consumer. <laughs> First and foremost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's not so much, but. No, but you have I've, come off the back, obviously, of a very successful run at the Melbourne Comedy yes, Festival. Yes, I believe yes. it was all sold out. It was sold out. So thanks for, pe- for, you know, whoever came, if anyone came, thank you. Did people come more than once? Uh, no, that would be weird. Or maybe there's, uh, there's always there's always like a guy who's um has autism who who would sometimes come twice. Weirdo. What's yeah. his What's his name? There's a couple. There's one. I don't want to. Uh, what well, if he nice listens they to found this? Love. Yeah, they're a couple. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two autistic men. They just count the buttons on each other's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I first saw your uh, stage show when you were supporting. Will Anderson. Ah, uh, yes, in William. Sydney, and mm-hmm. it was an amazing show. And <laughs> we, it was a really fun night, actually. It was oh, really cool to hang out with man. you and Will afterwards and kind of, again, see if comedians actually are funny <laughs> off. Or not if they are funny. Obviously, they're yeah. funny, but kind of just to see how it translates, how different are people from the way they present themselves on stage, on social media, on whatever, to how they are in real life. That's always been a big fascination of Yeah, mine. I mean, I think it just varies. There's some people who do comedy who aren't funny at all. And then there's people who are funny who do comedy. Like it's Who's just, not funny? Um, I probably won't say on, on this podcast. They won't listen to it. <laughs> this will be in the music category. Probably, no, but it's right? like, it's just the thing. Like people can fake it. Like, cause it's a, you, you can write a good joke. Like someone can put together a good set, but they don't have funny bones. You know, there's yeah. lots of people like that. Yeah. And like, who's to say it's wrong, right or wrong? I don't know. So is. I like to, yeah, I, I personally like to hang around people who are funny all the time. Cause actually you always get asked like, oh, what's it like hanging out with comics? And it's like, it's actually better than you could ever imagine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we, we all act like that's an annoying question. It's like, oh no, we come up with better jokes than you ever could every day. <laughs> every day my friends make me laugh so much. Like it's the best. And is it quite like, um, are all the comedians like within Australia that kind of are operating at the same level? I would imagine similar to music, at least in the hip hop scene, like, the scene, it's not that big. So everyone kind of knows yeah. each other oh, or yeah. has played. Is, is everyone kind of cool? Like, is, is it pretty friendly? Yeah, it is. But I always wish it was a little more, less friendly. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Like, I'm like, I wish we could be more like rap. Like, there's some people I hate in comedy. And I'm like, I wish I could just be Who? like, um, if you want me to say. Let's go. There's a girl called <laughs> And she's oh, yeah. the worst cunt. Like, she's <laughs> so shit, <laughs> honestly. She's just like a nerd actor yeah like a nerdy actor girl with blonde hair who's like she'd be the your worst nightmare in a drama class <laughs> but she's never been told no so that's why and you know she's come into comedy just f- brimming with confidence yeah, right. um and she's hell annoying and i wish i could say i want to put a bullet in your head the uh, way rappers lyrically yeah, yeah. lyrically yeah. lyrically um, yeah with jokes yeah yeah you know yeah uh, what about the likes of like shooter williamson Oh, um, yeah. I mean, like, he's not – obviously, I don't like his comedy. I don't think, really think he's a comedian. 
He's he's so he does videos. He he's a meth addict. <laughs> to put it bluntly. You can be both. Yeah, that's true. One day radio Tales from the Road. <laughs> so I've always wanted to know <laughs> Do comedians party after the show? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm oh, really. That's settled. Um, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> right. what, what we were going to look at was, uh, given that you know all of us here have spent a fair bit of time on on different stages around this great country of mm-hmm. ours and planet, um, and and the, a natural side effect that occurs when you stand on a stage is that people will stand in the crowd looking up at you. Yeah. And then, as day follows night, there'll normally be some dipshit mm-hmm. who, whether he wants a bit of the limelight or she. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they just have a burning desire to connect with you on a deeper level. Yeah. They'll yell out some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've all experienced it. Raph, you've, you've experienced it, yeah? Yes, I've experienced it. Nick, you've experienced it? Many times over. Becky, have you experienced that? <laughs> hecklers. Yeah. I don't, like, it's so funny because I think everyone's like, oh, boo, hecklers. We don't like hecklers. It's like, I have two glasses. I have two standard drinks. I could be a heckler. A hundred percent. Like have you? Like, well, sometimes I'll go just to the comedy store when I'm not on. Mm. I f- totally feel like yelling out. And if I didn't know better, I would. 100%. What makes you know better? Well, because I know what it's like to be heckled. Yeah. So and I what, don't do it. But what's, what's it like to be heckled? Uh, I quite like it. it. It often adds to the show. I know you're not supposed to say that. But also, like, hecklers think that they're better than you. And it's like, oh, no, I'm much better at talking than you like that you'll ever be probably um so please step into my arena yeah i'm like yeah have a go that's fine but i'm gonna talk to the girl next to you and find out why you're bad in bed like (laughs) like i'll get you so does any do any like pop out uh, as memories of good or bad hecklers that you've had i don't it's funny like i don't have any horror stories or have you seen perhaps when you were at the you know the comedy festival for the past month? Did you you went to some other shows? I'm Actually, my, someone booed my friend Schuster over and over again. That's oh. pretty shit. Like to get booed. That's not even a heckle. Yeah, you but can't because like, you can't one, be like this guy. Everyone's like, yeah, he's booing. But was like, it one person? No yeah. one got on board. No, no one got on board. Oh well, that kind of. He's makes probably sense. fucked his girlfriend or something. I'd say there's a personal. There was something weirdly personal. Cucked there. him. Yeah. It's oh, fun yeah. to be a cuck because then you've. It's like a party. Well, who who made the comment? And Michael Hing uh, tweeted the other day. What did he say? Tweet. Um, you can say what you want about cucks, but at least they have uh, a lover and a friend. Yeah. <laughs> cucks. Pretty good. So, what's a cuck? <laughs> you don't know what a cuck is? No, nah, I've heard the term Aww, bandied around a fair bit so the past couple of months, and I've just been nodding yeah, along. Yeah, you got to nod along. <laughs> I thought I'd wait till the right <laughs> moment to so ask. It's, it's evolved into like a, a. We know that you don't look at uh, interracial porn then. Because it, it used to be just <laughs> a previously like. <laughs> it used to be a previously, um, you know, racist porn to look at. Yeah, it was right. always a black guy that would come in and cuck. Oh, that was what it was. Guy, it would yeah, be a right. white guy and he'd get a black guy to come so in and fuck his girlfriend. To explain, Nick, the context is wife. someone <laughs> who has a, a wife or partner um, and they. And they like to get a third party. This is usually a male. A ma- usually a male will get a third party to come in and fuck his wife and he- and he'll get off on watching someone else fuck his wife. And which is, you know, it's it's a fetish. Oh, cucking. Yeah. That's what I've been doing this whole time. Um, but, but the alt-right obviously took it as an insult, which I actually reckon shows probably more about their insecurities more than anything. that, that They deem that the worst insult is like... 
is so, you allowing someone else to make love to your partner. I mean, if you're a particularly confident guy, you probably don't. Maybe it's a confidence thing. Yeah. Maybe you're yeah. totally confident in your own abilities. Yeah, they're all shook. It's like, look, really? You want to cheat on me? Go on, Let take your watch. pick. I think, I, yeah, yeah. Who's better? <laughs> he's Who's like, better than this? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm wet too, but he's just crying. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, have you been heckled, Nick Luby? Uh Yes, m- many times. Any, um, anyone but a girl saying, fuck me, that's not, that's not a heckle. No, no, that hasn't happened. <laughs> we we supported uh, Ice Cube when my band Spit Syndicate was starting out a number of years ago. We started to get these like support slots, which you'd be supporting these like big overseas rappers, which always felt great to get the call up and it always mm. looked a lot better on paper than it actually was yeah, in fully. real life. Because yeah. when you go to the big rap show at the M More Theatre for Ice Cube yeah. or whoever... They don't want or exhibit. They don't want to yeah. see these like you know twenty year old like white rappers from Sydney wearing flannel shirts. Like they and yeah. they can be quite hostile. And we played this one show supporting Ice Cube at the M More. Yeah, nice. And it was a really icy reception. At one point, like um, we had some friends there that were like in the crowd, and they were the only people cheering during our set. Really? And, like, a, and this big group of like girls like just turned around and told them, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> they were cheering. Isn't that weird? Because I always in comedy, it's usually if you're opening for someone. There's this there's this air of like oh this we like this person and this person likes this person so we're going to give them a go. I think the difference like, is when you buy tickets to a gig, you're going I want to see all the songs that I know and love. Yeah. Live. Who the fuck are these? Cunts? Yeah. You know. I, I, whereas like if you go to a comedy show, it's like I I don't want to hear the jokes I've heard. Totally. I'm here to laugh. Yeah. yeah At yeah. one point in the crowd, this uh, woman. Look, like caught my eye as mm. I was rapping and did like the the throat slit <laughs> <laughs> motion. I don't know if she was saying like cut it or like yeah. I'm gonna cut you. Oh. But that's probably like that was a. I guess that heckling. That was yeah. That's yeah. That's a crime. Yeah, that's like aggressive <laughs> interaction from the crowd, non-verbal. Well, yeah. A death threat. Yeah, I'd say that, that counts as heckling. Yeah. I've also I've also had some experiences which are you know quite the opposite. Uh, Joy Ryder and I were playing a show in Rockhampton, North Queensland, a couple of years back, and it was a pretty average so- show. So we made a decision we were just going to run at it, and you know we sourced some recreationals and really just had a good time. Mm. And I was really having a good time during the set, and I, I, I was, <laughs> I, dro- <laughs> I, I, at one point I just dropped my mic, like. Oh. Into the crowd, yeah, right. they double dumped. Yeah, we double dumped, <laughs> and and we had horrible sound issues to the point we had to walk off stage middle of the set. And yeah. so we're just standing on the balcony next to the stage, smoking darts while they fixed it. Come back on stage, and the pills have hit us. And Loopy kind of turned around to me, just like whispered, "I'm fucked," and then just started kind of blissing out and just <laughs> dropped his mic. <laughs> Just like eyes uh, shut, just vibing. And somebody from the crowd picked it up for me. <laughs> like, it was like a wired mic. Yeah, like right. a, yeah, I think they, they knew what was up. Those those regional crowds, they they know better than any how to make their own fun. So mm-hmm. Tales from the Road, favorite places to perform? Least favorite? Or not to like shit on any towns or anything, but like Mine's Mackay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anywhere. Like I I, I did a gig um I did a run of gigs with a, a, another comic, Luke Heggie, who's very funny, uh, up in like – Gundawindi? No, not that far out, but definitely out back. 
Fuck. Like, not Gladstone. Isa? Like, no. Fuck. Might be better not to actually name it. Yeah, forget it. But it was Outback Queensland. And we knew it was going to be fucked because they gave us a box of Vegemite. A box. Like, yeah, the promoter, when we were in Sydney, gave us a box of Vegemite and said, because we were running like a comedy competition, but we both had to perform. Mm. And they gave us a box of Vegemite and said, the winner gets this box of Vegemite. So we're like, oh, this could be so shit. And we turned up and as soon as we got off the plane, the guy said, oh, g'day. Um, we tried to get some good comedians. But, uh, yeah, you guys will do. Oh. And, like, put us in the car, drove us to this, like, shed, which was, like, barely – it was just a place where people could bash each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, and just the worst, like, the worst gigs ever. We were, and we were touring around with this little wedding DJ. He was our tour manager. And he had, like, rhinestone-studded sunglasses. and. Nice. A, diamond bracelet he didn't know who flume was <laughs> but he was a dj trying to get his own shit off the ground but he didn't know anyone didn't know who david guetta was like he yeah. ran he ran a he had one of those what are those um photo machines photo booth oh, yeah. he had a photo booth like conglomerate oh, and you'd always yeah. hear him taking fake phone calls you could tell no one was on the line <laughs> and he's like baby like you know i'm just saying like this is my business like i want you to be comfortable because like it's my business i love it if you love it i love it like just fake <laughs> his face was he's had a real bad face like his face looked like someone had seen a photograph of a face <laughs> <laughs> From a distance. <laughs> yeah, and then someone goes, quick, what's a face look like? <laughs> it was no good. That's a great description yeah. of a face. That's it was bad. Bad was news. It, you, you couldn't tell. Could yeah. be one of those. Yeah, yeah, could, yeah, yeah, he was yeah, a 2040. Yeah. Could be 20, could be 40. <laughs> it's no good. Um, have you ever done shows like on under the influence of drugs? Uh, no, I, I've lately I've been uh, my drinking stepped up a bit lately. Oh yeah, yeah. I've um, been drinking a lot. I've been drinking a lot before shows, yeah, which right. is you know maybe is maybe not so. I I like it. Yeah, I've been real playful. Same. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I've never done drugs before. It's not. I don't think it's conducive. <laughs> no, um, it's just not for me. I don't That's think. Cool. Yeah, no, I love drugs, but not before. <laughs> <laughs> I love the freedom of mind. <laughs> 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 I love locking someone in a in a corner and telling them about my parents' divorce. Yeah, nice. That, yeah, that nice. should be the advertisement for drugs. <laughs> Get some weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Go to Splendor. <laughs> you, um, you've uh, done some music festivals as well, I right? I have done some music festivals. What's the difference between a music festival and a comedy festival? Oh, like people just are into comedy and they it's quiet and they're not like… Munted. Yeah, they're not munted and tired and… I mean, people who go to music festivals… Oh, great. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just remember what podcast I was on. Yeah, no, they're awesome. <laughs> cool people. Uh, no, nah, they're, they're all right. But it's fun. a lot of people are going to the music festivals, not necessarily for the music, but because they want to be seen going yeah. to. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. It's like yeah. my fucking 17-year-old sister went. I'm like, what? You don't know so what's going on. To a Splendor last year. Yeah, right. It's absurd. Did you get her tickets? No. She went with a friend. So, I've wondered, what is – so, for example um, – Falls Festivals has comedians on early. Oh yeah, uh, Falls is great actually. I did that run and that was sick. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was I was gonna just ask what's the opinion of of comedians of those? Is like, oh, you just do it for the money, or you just do it for like, oh, well, I get to go on the Falls Festival tour, which is pretty fun, or whatever. Or and but but 
you're saying that the different festivals are different, so Falls might oh, yeah. be better than Splendor. Or yeah, what? Falls is awesome. Falls has a really good because they've had a really good uh, lineup the past couple of years, and the year I did it, we did a in Melbourne. There was like five thousand people there, and everyone did so great. I still have people come up to me who who were there. Five thousand people is a yeah. shitload of people. I know, but they were all. It's, it's during the middle of the day. They do it right, okay. so like mm. they they do it during the day. They've got a big tent, and people come. And sit down and watch it. Whereas Splendor try and do it at night and no one gives a fuck. Like, yeah. who's coming to a, for a like comedy people, thing? It's people that accidentally find it. Come and go, oh, this will be fun. Look, it's a chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're just, yeah, they're the worst. And yeah, like who wants to hear someone being like, I was on the bus the other day. And uh, anyway, what do you do? How to make it in the music industry. Nick, do you want to do the intro for this segment? Little, little jingle. How to make it in the music industry. <laughs> this segment is about making it in the music industry. Okay. It's probably expanded to entertainment in general. We had uh, Batuta guys on, obviously, he's talking about uh, journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz Cambridge uh, talking about, well, I guess how, how to make the transition from Olympic athlete to DJ, I suppose, in a way. Mm. Um, so it, it has expanded from just beyond the music industry, but the music industry permeates all industries. Uh-huh. How about how to make it in the industry? industry. I call it the indos. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah, and that's how you can make it. You've got to make it your own and you've got to make people come to you. Yeah. yeah. Okay? Yeah, make them come so to you. Diversify. To you. How do you... Come on me. Yeah. <laughs> how do you make the, the transition from like the open mic comedy store sort of situations to being out on tour. Now, I'm going to have to say the N-word here and settle down. Network. (laughs) Well, because obviously like in in music, if you can get on the radio or you can do these things that are going to get you. But how how does it work with comedy? Oh, God. I mean, it's – I can only talk from experience. Mm -hmm. Please. I don't know, actually. I think just – Always hang around people that or, or try and learn from people that you're around and be around people who are funnier and better than you. Because I think, uh, yeah, you see people who just they they hang out the same kind of level and they like there's some people I know who've been the same amount doing comedy the same amount of time as me and they're just doing the same thing and they're all I think that it's just hob it's weird like maybe they just like that maybe it's a hobby but I've always like. I don't know, tried to be friends with or, or, or talk to people who I think are funnier and, and, and better at stuff than me because I think you learn. Yeah, them. for sure. There's yeah. a saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Exactly. All right, right. catch you later, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Good one. Thank you, mate. <laughs> um, so one way it seems like some people enter comedy nowadays mm. is through social media and Twitter. Sure. I have the view that um, you see this in music as well. A lot of the time those people kind of come and go, a bit of yep, a flash in absolutely. the pan. So my question to you as someone who um, you're, you're obviously more from a stand-up background, but mm-hmm. you're also quite popular on Twitter. Thank and, you so much. Um, no worries. <laughs> um, anytime. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the correct like, – how do you balance your – being a comedian as a profession mm. and your online voice, <laughs> what's what's the right balance there? How much do you think about it, if at all? I don't think about it too much, which I think is probably helpful. Yeah. Like I've got so many people who come up and they're like, 
desperate. They're like, I can't get any retweets. And I'm like, that's why, because you're so de- – you yeah, reek yeah. of desperation. Yeah. Like, and you're all, you're trying to please everyone with one tweet. I'm like, just tweet from the heart. Yeah. yeah. Like, there you go. That's <laughs> that's the answer. Yeah. If you're listening, how to make it in the music industry, tweet, tweet from, from the heart. But I think it's – I think it's – you just have to try and be broad, especially in comedy, uh, to try and reach as many people as possible. But if you reach – uh, you know, a bunch of people, you're often not reaching specific people. Yeah. And I, I remember this very clearly. I remember going to a gig uh, years and years ago and there was a guy on there who uh, destroyed, like everyone was laughing, it was the best. Uh, it was quite hacky material. Um, and then Josh Thomas was on and Josh Thomas just happened to come at this time where he was very unique and he didn't do that great. But I remember going home that night and like Googling him and wanting to know everything about him because he yeah. was so specific and so unique. Uh, and I don't remember the other guy's name. And I think that's like a – I've always tried to be honest or like do what I think is funny. And it it's quite polarizing, I think. But I'd rather have a smaller, dedicated – A thousand, a yeah. thousand true fans <laughs> in the words of Trent Reznor. Yeah. I mean, not that I'm – I mean, I'm not saying I'm an artist at all. I'm so whatever. But you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we should start saying it. Mm, you are. All the time. <laughs> yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah. There's nothing more liberating I found. Yeah. I've been saying it for 10 fucking years. Look at me. I'm let's, all, let's all say it on the count of three. One, two, three. I'm, I'm an, an artist. artist. Did you say it, Loopy? Yeah, I did, man. Say it again. <laughs> I'm an artist. Can we talk about <laughs> <laughs> One day radio. Comments left on social media posts. Yeah. The last oh, segment. Oh, remember when you guys defended me? On social media? When? There was some guy who was mean to me. Oh, I'm really heating up in here. Yeah, it gets warm. It gets warm. It gets warm. But I, I know that like <laughs> you, like earlier you were saying you were warm as well and you still didn't want to take off that, that jumper because yeah. you didn't want to ruin the look and I respect that. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> Do you get people shitting on you? <laughs> not, not that much. Like I don't know. I get a, a little bit, but not as much as I think I should. Although some old man tweeted at me the other day and it was very impressive. He fit like five insults into one tweet and he was quite old. An old man. What, what were the insults? Cut him up on your phone. Oh, it's, it'll take you ages. like cuck leftist. It'll take ages because you, got, you, you get, get so, so many mentions. interactions. Yeah, I, I do. I, I'm popping off all Don't the time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a pretty notable one for some a comment on some Spit Syndicate content over the past month where some guy was just like what is this bullshit this <laughs> yank bullshit i remember when this aussie hip-hop wasn't about yank bullshit oh my god uh, do you know, <laughs> you know hip-hop is it's a yank thing yeah you know like we we, we try and do our own thing with it but ultimately uh, yeah we get those guys always have profile pictures where they're hunting <laughs> Like a pig, <laughs> or they've got a like they're the deep sea fishing. They're, or they're, like a child and a monster energy drink hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, man, pick one. I know they're always looking for something. Yeah, maybe a mother's love. I don't know. Yeah. Um, hard to say. Maybe they just want to be an artist. Perhaps. I'm it, an yeah, artist. it's funny the way like online trolls do have a very close affinity with energy drinks. Yeah, just it's a tiring job. They're, it's like, they're but someone's got to do it. Like. <laughs> keeping us honest. Yeah, monster <laughs> energy, fox racing, and yeah, what's yeah. unit? Unit, unit's the great one. <laughs> unit yeah, yeah. You see a lot of unit stickers on cars that have P plates oh, on them going up the F three. I have seen a couple like very like I don't know like one off like rare unit pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Hi. I mean, it's sad. My name is Rob Auerbach. 
and I am the content creator and spokesperson of an indie rock band from Seattle called Deer Park. You can listen to our EP here. <laughs> sorry, I'm just launching into this. Go, bro. Yeah, I, this- oh, sorry. The context is um, <laughs> on a previous podcast, um, Joyride regaled us with some of the tales from his inbox on Facebook, where in fact. Joyride, basically, he doesn't reply to that many fans, but if someone mistakes him for the incorrect Joyride, because there are a number of other Joyrides around the world, that's when he gets involved. And it was so popular, the feedback was overwhelming. Go again, mate. So I, yeah. so you caught that that bit. You can listen to our EP here. Not going to say the link. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> we will be embarking on a 10-day West Coast tour between June 20 and June 30. I was wondering if Joyride would be interested in playing a show with us when we hit San Francisco on June 22nd. Bob, uh, Bob Vielma, who we're all familiar with, I'm sure, oh, yeah. told me to hit you up. Go on, Bob. Throw me under the bus. I have the date booked at the Honey Hive Gallery right now, and I just need some locals on to be on the bill with us. I live at a house venue in Seattle called the Prime Meridian, so I could return the favor and book you for a Seattle show if you ever come up. Guys that live at the venue. <laughs> yeah. If you're unavailable during that time period, then any connections you have to people who might be interested in playing would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon. So that was on the 29th of April, 2016, at 2.49, 3pm. I'll be in LA at that time, uh, but I might be able to make it. What's the fee? By the way, it's Raf here. I'm Joyride's content creator. You may remember this guy started off as saying I'm the content creator and spokesperson of an indie rock band. <laughs> Just write manager. Yeah. He can't write manager because he's not on 20%. <laughs> he's doing it pro bono. Um, he didn't write back to that. So the next day, hey, Rob, how are we looking? We're super keen to make this happen. Okay, awesome. I don't know if there will be a guarantee. I could ask the guy who booked it. I was like, yeah, do it. <laughs> he said that it's a $10 donation at the door as usual. Um, doors are at six, music ends by 10. First 200 goes to the Honey Hive and then 75, 25 split in our favor after that since we're traveling. And I said 70, 30 and we're in. <laughs> also, can it be paid in cash, please? We don't have enough time to get an O1 visa and we don't want any problems with the IRS. <laughs> and then 11 days later, can you help finding locals to be on the bill? <laughs> and I didn't write back. Oh no, oh, let's God. write back now. Ask him how the honey um, hive is. So, yeah, how did the honey hive <laughs> yeah, go? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry we couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, hey, mate. <laughs> how was the show? Sorry we couldn't be there. It felt like so, a bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is good. <laughs> we couldn't. Say, so, I heard a lot of buzz about the show. <laughs> oh, I mean, this. Yeah, come, please come see me and more theatre. <laughs> <laughs> Is it lonely being a touring comedian? Sometimes. Yeah. Often it's not, but Perth is a, my loneliest c- festival. It's the most isolated city in Western Australia. Yeah. Culturally, culturally but it's yeah. Culturally, yeah. I didn't, don't know. It's didn't just you end up at the Adena once in the manager's uh, room there and they just had a bowl full of drugs? Was that you? No. That was, I think that, that was, was you. That was you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, no, that wasn't me. Hectic. Maybe um, it was me. But I did perform some pretty average shows there last year. <laughs> what makes them average? That people don't really like me in Perth. Why? I don't sell well. Um, 
I don't know. It's more of a walk-up town anyway. Do <laughs> they say that in comedy? <laughs> yeah. We have that in music so, all the time. Oh, really? So yeah. the gig's on tonight. Oh, only sold 70 tickets, 400 capacity room. Yeah, yeah, look. Melbourne's more of a walk-up town. <laughs> do, they, do, they, do you ever hear the excuse, oh, look, uni's on holidays at the moment, so there aren't yeah. many people around? Oh, and people do that every night for like every night of the week. They'll be like, Thursday night, you know. They've got work tomorrow. Or, <laughs> like, or the other, yeah. the, the backhanded one, like we we often get, yeah, I'm really sorry about the turnout. Like I really thought more people would be here. Yeah. Seth Century was Seth. here last week. Oh, they always like, do that. It was packed out. So I just don't understand why there's crazy. fucking no yeah, one yeah. here. We had your Rufus <laughs> and Seth Century. It was that. fucking huge. Like I don't get it. Today we've got the MMA and then you guys are DJing and there's 40 Irish people. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Do you get that though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I have a lot of respect. There's a guy who runs an open mic just across the road at some shitty place. And I <laughs> went there once to try something out. And most people will always go, man, last week was sick. Mm. And he, I just turned up and it was dog shit. And he's like, yeah, it's like this every week. And I'm like, <laughs> respect. Finally, some honesty. Own it, own it. Can I ask you some mm-hmm. uh, up and coming young comedians that our audience and us should be looking out for? Um, I mean, I feel like I'm up and coming, to be honest. All right, check out Becky Lucas, check everyone. Becky Lucas. No, I, 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 just, I just feel bad, like, you know, as if I'm this sort of know-all person. Um, but... I mean, who do you like? Like, who are some of your well, favorite? Well, I think, like, everyone should know who Greg Larson is. Yeah. He's very funny. Uh, Greg Larson, Sam Campbell, Ann Edmonds, Mel Buttle, uh, John Cruikshank, Cameron James. All right, that's enough? Yeah, there's... Uh, there, I mean, there's <laughs> just so many. Yeah, Aaron Chen, um... Fuck, there's heaps of See, them. See, I haven't yeah. heard of any of those comedians. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, right. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not like, you're, you're, you're a little. I think we went and saw John Crookshank together at the factory, the container. Jonathan yeah. Schuster, he'd be great for this podcast. You'd love him. Yeah. He's so funny. He's so uh, good. I'm trying to hang cool. out with more comedians. Yeah, man. Well, let's, let's exchange numbers mo- sometime. Can we? You know, yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. I saw John Crookshank the other morning <laughs> come off his skateboard. I was oh, driving did past him. I yelled at him. <laughs> <laughs> He's slapstick sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more it's visual gags. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Charlie that was Chaplin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was funny because I did this the other night. I have this joke about seeing a guy fall off his chair down a flight of stairs, and um, quite a funny bit. I mean, come along, as I say, um, to any show you see me on. Um, but I did it, and like this was in Canberra, and it didn't go very well. And I was like, "Well, what the fuck? Like that is quite funny." <laughs> so I don't know what's happening here. But they hadn't told me that before I walked out, a guy because there was staggered seating, and a guy had <laughs> had missed the seat, smacked his nose, blood everywhere, had to go to hospital. So then I'm on stage, being like, duh, 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 like trying to make things funny, and everyone's like, "Fuck off!" We just saw a much funnier thing happen in real life. <laughs> Because that's I always say that I'm like comedy's not funnier than your best friend falling over. Yeah. One day radio. What's it like touring overseas? Or I mean, have uh, you played the Edinburgh Comedy Festival? I've before? never done it before. It's my first year. Congratulations. I've always been. Thank you so much. I've always been like quite scared of it because in my mind, it's just a bunch of people with coats trying to bring their curry into the show. <laughs> no, British people always. Have you ever seen a British person try and book tickets for something? It's a fucking nightmare. Like, I remember seeing this Brit- British couple at the comedy festival being like, could I just get two tickets for, gosh, my wife likes Tom Gleason. <laughs> two tickets for Tom Gleason, and can I, can I bring this curry in? I've got this curry. It's like, just fucking no, stop it. You're so gross. I heard so um, it should be good. Edinburgh Fringe is a bit of a fuck fest. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, what's the place of the Olympics? The 
where all the athletes stay. Oh, oh the, the athletes, athletes village. village. It's like the village. Yeah, do comedians fuck each other like musicians do? Um, <laughs> I've had sex with a couple, but it's not. I don't know if it like. I think it's pretty normal. It's like most workplaces. I've never yeah. hooked yeah. up with a muso. Really? Really? Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. Fuck off. I haven't. <laughs> no, well, like, everyone's a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone, everyone has, has a song in their heart. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, not the people I'm hooking up with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I if I could end this podcast, and I will take control. Um, <laughs> Ernest Hemingway says, you know, every man's story told truthfully is a novel and I think that's the same as music. Everyone's song, sung. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> 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 anyway, guys, it's been great to have you on my podcast. And um, Dixie, you've got some dates coming up, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go to uh, that new vegan restaurant with my girlfriend next Thursday. So that'll be a good date. Great. And can I say you are looking great? Thank you. Have you been trying to... I'm, I'm, You're trying to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm making more of an effort than I was. Yeah. Uh, in in that I wasn't making any effort whatsoever <laughs> previously, and um, now I'm. I'm. Were you on that seafood diet where you see food and diet. then you fuck it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see dick diet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm having a crack. Raf's, Raf's a better. Raf's a better veggie than I am. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I'm not that great. Um, <laughs> I just came in and you were eating a bowl of meat. So He was having a chicken burger. <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> it's my cheat day. Same. Uh, Becky, mm-hmm. Becky Lucas, enjoy Edinburgh. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us here on One Day Radio. Thanks for having me. I hope I did an okay job. You did a bang up job. Great. This has been awesome. the best podcast Fuck I've yeah. ever been a part of. He says Thank that you. every time. <laughs> it's my third ever. Oh, cool. But it was dope. Thank Thanks, you, man. Becky. Thank you. One Day Radio.